Welcome to the House of Life NYC. You'll meet regular folks sharing their how-tos for life and get my tips for resourceful living. Hi, I'm Lee. Thank you for stopping by. I've got a fun and simple way for you to have a luxurious feel to your bed. And you know what? It took me a while to figure out how to say that. (laughs) So now that I've caught your attention, I'll repeat it just for funsies. I've got a fun and simple way for you to have a luxurious feel to your bed. That's right. When you do what I'm about to tell you, each time you get into your bed, it's going to feel amazing. (laughs) So stick around after I tell you about two things. First, I'm going to be on Mott Street in Chinatown here in New York City on Sunday, May 19th, 2019. The group I'm in, Asian American Podcasters, is going to have a booth where folks can come by and meet us and possibly be guests on our shows. And Women of Color Podcasters is also going to join me. So come, stop by. So the thing is, you're going to come on over to the 40th Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Festival. Once I know where we'll be, I'll post it on social media. So please follow the show and me at House of Life NYC. Second, please share this episode and the show with at least two other people and ask them to subscribe. Better yet, (laughs) just help them by clicking subscribe when you gently take their phones and set them up. Before I share my tip for getting that royal feeling with your bed and before I share this week's hotspot, which is so yummalicious, I'd like to give my kid a shout out for winning the nationwide synth student podcast competition. The five winners will receive a pizza party for their classrooms. What's a synth, you ask? Well, it's a bite-sized piece of a podcast that you can listen to and you can check it out at Go synth.com. So if you're looking for a fun sports show, check out Seb's World of Sports, Seb's with a Z. And a quick announcement. If you know someone who would be interested in working for the House of Life NYC in the social media department, because <laughs> you know how behind I am on it, please reach out at House of Life NYC or via email at lee at wleefm.com. So how do I now have a bed that feels like one of those fancy lady of the manor type beds or duke of the manor? (laughs) Two words. Ready? Bed risers. Yep. Bed risers. When your bed frame sits higher than normal, it elevates not only the bed, (laughs) but the feeling of luxury. If you already have this type of setup, leave a voice message for me and share your thoughts at houseoflifenyc.com. There's a tab that you can click on to send a direct message for the show. So now while you can go out and buy any old set of bed risers, uh, that's what they're called, bed risers, consider just a few things. You'll want to pick a height. I recommend 
that you start with the six inch risers and work your way up. <laughs> but I'm short. So maybe if you're taller, uh, taller than five, three, you should get the eight inch risers. And now they don't come in great colors or materials if you go to a box chain store. They're usually brown and plastic, maybe white if you're lucky. I mean, I they're they're ugly. <laughs> but you know what? So what? They're only about $10. So try them out and see if you like the effect before you spend $20 or $30 on really nice wood ones. Here's what you have to decide though. Which color you ultimately want? Do you want risers that match your bed frame leg color or the floor where the bed sits? And how high ultimately do you want your bed to sit? I feel like you'll know the answer to this question once you play around with the six inch set first. (laughs) Alternatively, you could take a tape measure and go to town with it, figuring out just how far up you'd like the bed to be in relation to maybe say your waist or hips. And if you have a 20% off coupon from Bed Bath & Beyond, hey, 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 I love those coupons, don't you? I mean, I once saved $80 on a KitchenAid mixer, no joke. It was amazing. (laughs) The other thing about these bed risers is as I was surfing online, I saw ones that sit or, or enable your bed to sit 20 inches higher, you know, for dorms, if you're in college or something, because then you can put storage underneath the bed. And actually, I think I have the eight inch risers and I do. I put stuff under my bed. <laughs> Just have to remember to dust. So now let me share with you this week's hotspot. German Bratwurst. Yes, that's the name of it. Here's the thing, though. You have to find out where in town, that's New York City, where the traveling street fairs will be each weekend from May through, I don't know, October-ish, because that's the only way you can find German bratwurst. They don't have a brick and mortar. But let me tell you, once you find it, you'll love it. And German bratwurst is, i.e., German sausage. They have tasty bratwurst with yummy bratwurst bread to go with it. And I love their sauerkraut. The sauerkraut is actually imported from Germany. And German sauerkraut is sweeter because they put some type of apple product in it. And by apple product, I mean either apple juice or apple pieces. So, so yummy. For me, every time I see a street fair pop up, there are two foods I look for. Genuine gyros off the spit, you know, that's a gyros, (laughs) and German bratwurst. I love those things so much. And so when I saw the owner of German bratwurst at this weekend's street fair on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, I asked him if we could chat. So... Let's meet Jens from German Bratwurst on location at the street fair that was on West 86th Street and Broadway. So now, what makes a German Bratwurst, uh, and we're talking about German sausage, what makes it German and why should people come eat your sausages? The main uh, difference is uh, the ingredients. The ingredients are main different and um, our main sausage or the best seller is the German brat, which is pork and veal. And uh, Which color is that one? I always get it mixed up. It's white. Then you, we have another one, the um, red, and this is smoked, it's pork and beef. And the other one is, a third one is chicken. 
Do you have any regulars you ever see like trying to track you down and stuff? So you mean regular customers? Yeah, we have a lot of regular customers. They follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Mm -hmm. And how much is one of these? Seven dollar. And the currywurst, which is the original German bread, sliced with curry ketchup and powder, curry powder, uh, is eight dollar. So I've had the currywurst in Berlin. Mm -hmm. Tell me if there's any difference between yours and one I might find in Berlin. Oh, we, this is, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's a long, long story, with the, especially with the currywurst. And I mean, they, the city fights each other, which is the best or where it started from. And it's so complicated. Some, some make it with tomato sauce. The other one make it like curry sauce, what we do. And it's, I don't know. What is German currywurst? Please explain what it is. Um, it's the type of sausage you like, for example. We do it with German brat, which is pork and veal. We sliced, put curry ketchup on top and also curry powder. What makes it currywurst? Is it is is there curry in the ketchup? It's the curry in the ketchup. It's like barbecue sauce to explain, but a lot of flavor, but not hot. A lot of flavor, but not hot. And is currywurst found in every city in Germany? Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. And where are you from? Hamburg, and in, the north, in the north of, of Germany. Mm -hmm. And what makes uh, Hamburg currywurst good in your opinion? Is the currywurst that you serve here uh, in your business the Hamburg style? And what makes it Hamburg style? So especially the ketchup will be used, the curry ketchup is made next to Hamburg. It's called Ahrensburg, so that's why it's maybe the north style of currywurst. Yeah. And are you using that tomato sauce here? In America, or are you using like some American bread? No, the the especially the currywurst sauce comes uh, actually from Germany. Yeah, we import it from Germany. Wow! And tell us about the sauerkraut because the sauerkraut that you make is fantastic. I can't get it anywhere. What what's in it? Tell us. So we call it mild sauerkraut, and it's made from with wine. They cook it in Germany, come in big cans. We import it too, and we put a little bit flavor. We call it love into it. That's what it. That does make the big difference. And it's especially not sour. It, it, it you know, it's you, you. You can make better explain it. It's a touch of sour and more sweet. That's I think that's the main difference to regular. I will say American sauerkraut. Mm -hmm. And is it sweet because it's apple, or what makes it sweet? My grandma would put applesauce in there, that's true. But we had a little different love in it. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want people to know about German bratwurst? It's not a competition to the Italian. If New York knows Italian sausages, of course, they are on all street fairs too. But it's completely different. I think the main difference or the biggest difference is um, they have fennel in this fennel. Fennel? Fennel, I think it's fennel in this sausage. We don't have these. Maybe ours is, I don't know, it's a little bit saltier, especially the bacon, the, the smoked one, which is bacon style sausage, what we have, the Bauernwurst. So I think that's the biggest difference. Everybody knows the Italian sausage which is okay of course but this is different this is not a competition it's a completely different story like apples and uh, and like apples and oranges yeah that's what it is apple and orange right <laughs> and uh, what is your favorite sandwich uh, not sandwich but uh, can we call it a sandwich what do we say um, everything is fine but don't call it hot dog <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today Jens always welcome thank you very much 
what do you think? Have you been? Do you even like German bratwurst? I prefer the brown ones, not so much the white ones. Uh, how about you? Let me know. Now, to keep track of where Jens and his team at German Bratwurst is, follow him on Instagram at German underscore Bratwurst. Again, that's German underscore Bratwurst. And Wurst is spelled with a U, not an E. So again, that's German underscore Bratwurst. As for the backstory to this episode, well, I was switching out my kid's bed to a twin bed. Ugh, they grow so fast. And I had to do some finagling with the bed risers on my bed and his bed. Long story there. (laughs) And then I got to thinking, and you know how that usually turns out, (laughs) turns into an episode. And I got to thinking that I need to share the joy of going to bed in a raised bed with you. I mean, sharing the idea with you. (laughs) I needed to share the idea of going to bed joyfully with you. And I love it. You know, when I go to my bed every night, I just I feel like a princess every night. I, I mean, I guess I could have said queen, but I really I do. I feel like a princess. Again, please reach out so we can connect. Follow me or email me. I love mail. You know, that's not bills, you know. (laughs) Please help me and share the show with two of your coworkers this week. Or how about this? Here's a challenge. The next time you're at a cocktail party, throw out the question, hey, so do you listen to podcasts? Throw that question out and then share the show with your new connections. Better yet, show them how if they don't already. Thank you so much for allowing me to spend time with you today. That wraps up this episode of the House of Life NYC. Thank you so much for stopping in. Take care and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, but if you're in town next Sunday, please, please visit me and and my fellow podcasters at the 40th Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Festival on Mott Street in Chinatown here in New York City. All right. Take care and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.